Oh. Yeah. But I want to talk about that other stuff. thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I want to talk about. Because that's the thing. That's the low-hanging fruit. All right. You and I talk after. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have a... So we're going live or what? Yeah, we are live. No. Oh, shit. All right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Buenos dias. Or should I say Buenos tardes? Uh, buenos tardes. I got this going on. Um, so, yeah, Captain C's on the show live. Nothing okay. stops us at DeFi Lunch. Captain COVID. Got the cough. Got the sniffles. Got the stomach. I mean, the uh, sneezes. The impotence. But the impotence. Not, no, no. That's no, yeah, I already had that, right? No, never actually have had that. I don't have those little blue pills. I don't have the lifetime supply of little blue pills like you do. No, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm good. I got the patch, dude. I got the there you go. Constant, constant stream. Patch your bone, man. Uh, no, look, Look, I I want to show, I want to just point out to all the millennials here on the show, and you know, Gen Zers, I'm not going after you because you guys are on the ball and show up on time. This guy shows up to work with COVID, okay? Of course, it's virtual, so we're not contaminating anyone. He's not asking for an attaboy for showing up. He just shows up and does his job. Wow, That's that what we do. Nice, Joe. Thank you. That's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. You know, I got yeah, that from sure, my nobody's father, paying you know? us, but hey, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, you know, that that's that comes from, you know, our parents, right? Like my dad yeah. fucking he so my dad was like, look, somebody's paying you. You do the absolute best until you decide you don't want that paycheck anymore. You do whatever the fuck it takes to make that work be good, you know? And and he didn't fuck around with that shit. It was like, somebody's paying you. You do what you said you would do for that money. You don't you don't jerk them around. So it's just kind of what, you know, nobody's paying us for this, but. I don't know, you know what we call end, it, but it is. Yeah. I started thinking about it. It's like a work ethic. Yeah, it's like and I, I look. I think there are plenty era. of. Yeah, but I think I think also there. Look, I I'm so impressed with the work ethic in this space and DeFi, and and that's all ages. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, it's fucking all ages. These people are killing, killing. So. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. good and bad, of course. But no, my yeah, point yeah, is no. that when you got that, like your parents were the son of Depression era parents, so that's right. Um, you know, there was well, different things was that were taught. Yeah, 36. So, yeah, yeah, something like that. Well, born in the depression, let's put it that way. Depression kids. Yeah. What saved all those depression, depression kid. kids from being poor? You know what that was? World mm. War II, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, buddy, you're freezing up a lot. I don't know if it's on my side, but I think. Oh, it's wait, no, I got a VPN up over on the phone side. Hold on. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Your audio is fine. It's just your video is freezing up. Is that better? Yes, sir. You're smooth. Perfect. You're flowing. You're flowing. So I teased out a little bit something I want to talk about today. Um, And you may have seen it in our group. Um, Your personal pronoun selection? That's it. How'd you know? Dude, God, I'm so excited now. Let me guess. You're going with he, him. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm going with it. Other. It. Just it. Oh, other. Uh, alternative. Other. Yeah. No, I'm going with just it. No. I my, I mean my 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 son and his friends they take that shit very seriously, but uh, I he, I'm like, dude, there will never be a. Um, I'm sorry, but there will never be a designation in my twitter profile yeah i was in linkedin you know i went back into linkedin last couple days figured well might as well clean up my um whatever's going on over there and so i went in oh yeah we should be streaming to to linkedin today right no because when i went to set it up yours isn't available i see it in the settings but i can't add your feed into the show feed i can only add it hold on let me let me open up another window of, of StreamYard. I tried last night when I was setting these up. Yeah. When I, when I was setting up. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I said we have Fubar as a guest tomorrow. Oh, cool. Oh, good. Yeah. 
yeah, he's going to talk about his project Forte that he launched on Canto, the decks that he launched, the Saldly decks. And um, yeah, so you show up in the destinations, you're LinkedIn, but it won't let me, when I create a show, it won't let me use it as a destination. Is there it a only, cap on how many destinations we have? No, but I mean, I can, when I, when I load the, when I create a new show, I can choose from like five and I only choose four at a time. I only choose LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch. I could probably stop doing Twitch. Nobody fucking watches us on Twitch or, and Twitter. So, um, there should, I should be able to add, like right now I opened it up to edit it and to add, it says add a new destination. But when I click that, it's like the, the thing to, Oh, wait a minute. Let me see. Which one is you? Oh no, it's having me set up a whole new one. Yeah. It's having me logged into LinkedIn. It won't show me yours as available as an option to add to the stream. So I'll, I'll put in a help ticket after the show. Oh, wait, huh? Yeah. Cause maybe I, you know, because it does go to LinkedIn and it, it may be log in. Yeah, it may be that when I create a show, yeah. I can only use the destinations that I authorized. I don't know. Anyway, let's I'm let's we're here. boring the fuck out of everybody troubleshooting our feed. Uh, okay, what do we got? Uh, little little bounce for Ethereum. Um, seventeen hundred and two dollars at the moment. Oh, I'm need to share a screen. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Bitcoin uh, treading water, uh, but Ethereum, Ethereum. Oh, gave it back. As as I said it. Um, back to oh, back up. Seventeen oh two. Play that trade, Joe. Sixteen eighty nine to seventeen oh two. But yeah, look, you know, fears twenty five. Blah blah blah. Everybody's kind of like just fucking hanging out, doesn't know what the fuck to do. Um, that's why Canto uh, has been a great distraction because I don't even think about this shit most of the day. So, yeah, yeah, no, you know, I was looking at the ETH chart last night because, of course, reading tons of continuous ETH merge coverage, and you know, I mean, I just, you know, it's 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 hard the way everybody feels right now to be thinking that you know three or four days we were up a hundred percent on ETH. Yeah, we're up fifty percent on BTC. We're still up, yeah. like, what seventy percent on ETH, and we're still up like thirty percent on BTC. So I really think it's <coughs> in that bottom. That I mean, ETH I think is behaving a little bit differently because because of, of the merge. I mean, BTC is definitely behaving this way, where we're just sitting there in that sideways thing, waiting to see what's going to happen. And I think yeah. with ETH, you're in a situation where, um, you know, it's the gaming around the proof of work token. It's yep. You know, all the gaming around is I actually heard someone on <laughs> Forbes or Fortune call it the Y2K event of crypto. And I thought that I was saw that funny. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if it does just turn into like a nothing. Burger. A big nothing. Yeah. 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 But I, um, I'm kind of in, I have kind of had that inclination at this point. Yeah. But it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Um, Y2K for a lot of the <sighs> listeners was something in the turnover of to the new millennium where you had to actually come in. I think they had to go back and add another digit field or parameter for, for dates because they didn't have it to where it could swing over to 2000, I think, or something like that. It was all ending at 1999. So they do some convoluted admin thing across every single, I guess, application. But um, so everything you see on ETH is sort of, to me, everybody's trying to see, is it is it sell the news? Um, is it successful? What this, that? Um, you know, I don't know, but all I know is that it will be eventually. Um, yeah. you know, like I don't ever really sell the ETH unless it's in the four thousands. Right. And then I tend to be accumulating back around now where it is between like eight and 1500. Um, I've also, if it's hanging around <laughs> the three to five range for a long time, I will go ahead and pick it up in the twos. I mean, it just depends on what it's doing. So I don't really, again, I don't feel that bad. Um, I think everybody's just looking for, well, everybody's trying to figure it out, basically. Yeah, um, exactly. Sort of my, my exactly. thing. So everybody has a lot of opinions, and you have to just make your own eventually. Yep, yep. absolutely. I totally but agree I with my you. My point I'm is that you can be trading any of this stuff short-term <coughs> and also accumulating long-term. Phantom, Matic, ETH, BTC, all of these are trading in ranges. Um, so you can make money and you can grow stacks right now in those tokens, which is if you've got cash, on the sidelines, it's 
probably a prudent move to put some of that into these ones you like when they're at the bottom of those ranges. Um, because the only thing you ever worry about is, is everything vaporizing and going to zero, but I, I just don't see that <laughs> shit happening at all. So, yeah, you know, I'm I, not that scared like that, but I do have I one know, little, I, I have one little new concern about, uh, uh, about phantom. Um, oh, let's hear it. well, you know, the guys at, uh, phantom alerts who built their entire, you know, media wealth on phantom, uh, have rebranded and are now moving to cover all of DeFi. Um, Wait, say and that they again. are so say that again? the channel called phantom alerts has been a cornerstone of the phantom blockchain for, from the beginning, the guy who created okay. it, built it, you know, was the guy, right? He is the phantom guy. And they announced last night that they are rebranding to become horizontally about DeFi, no longer phantom, which oh. to me, um, says either hedging his bets or just trying to make more money by going broader. Right. But you know, he's built an entire career on it. I think part of it is, is that he's seeing kind of liquidity dry up and uh, I mean, volume dry up and maybe a little concerned, but I, I have no mm -hmm. idea, but um, uh, you know, at the end of the day um, it's uh uh, it's interesting that they're they're making that move over there. Well, look, you know, you can look at it another way too. With everybody coming out now, you know, and we, you and I have talked about this in the past. That I mean, I I was just messing around in Phantom yesterday, and I was just going, God damn, how cheap these gas fees are. I mean, even like just undoing a liquidity pool, pulling liquidity out, which is usually the, <coughs> the tokens is usually the most pricey of the gas stuff. It's like, you know, less than a couple of pennies. And doing yeah. anything beyond that swapping is like, you know, 0 0.001 or 0 yeah. 0.001 Phantom. And Phantom, let's say 30 cents. I mean, you figure it out. That's like fractions of a penny. So I think when you think of that, and then you think of this move now where everything is cross-chain, AMMs and you know, all the protocols, all the time, best prices, that Phantom has an opportunity here to be kind of like the, like, wouldn't it be cool if you could have your deposits, you know, your stacks on Phantom, your wallets, let's say, but then be able to trade with those ultra low fees and hit stuff on all these other chains at once. So what I'm getting at is I, I kind of like the, kind of like the rebranding as like the DeFi hub myself. And you know, I'm always rad. Well, no, not Phantom. But oh. Phantom themselves is yeah. not rebranding. Just that media channel. Oh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I like the, because I think Phantom could be the center of DeFi in my mind well, because the, of the yeah, speed I mean, obviously, that he points out and the yep. um, processing fees. It might be, because, you know, and I also always rag on the, Halloween theme throughout everything because I just don't think institutional guys like to see that shit. Um, but obviously retail, it's fun. I get it. But I think that, you know, now you got to differentiate between <coughs> Avalanche and Polygon and everything else. And, you know, I'd be trying to look pretty damn institutional at this <laughs> myself. Yeah. Pretty solid. Um, so I kind of, you know, maybe I misread your comment, but I kind of think that that's sort of where I think it should go too, in a way. Um, obviously well, lots yeah. to do and we're playing well, a long game here, but yeah, th you know. but these guys aren't going like, like here, this is, this is their channel. So they're calling themselves, they're rebranding to something called block bites and they used to be FTM alerts, but this was just channel that just published news and interviews with everything related to the phantom ecosystem. Right. Um, and now they're going horizontal to all of DeFi, which on one hand, it's probably just a good strategy because they have connections all the way across the DeFi You're network. Right. I get it. And, you know, being in that vertical may be limiting to them in terms of revenue flow, I'm sure, for advertising or, or whatever they get money from. And they're great guys. I mean, I love watching their shows. I love interacting with them on Twitter. Have a great time with them. But it also makes me a little nervous that maybe that what they're also seeing is, hey, this is the time to move horizontally because 
you know, projects and volume is moving out of Phantom. I I haven't really checked, you know, a I'm lot going of numbers, in right now. but I'm going if right we look now. at the chains, Phantom's down to 752 million. Um, and let's see what the drop in overall TVL is over time. I mean, that's a, you know, everybody had these drops through May, but they've gone from, you know, in March at, well, let me get this window sized right. They March at 10.52 billion, which is around the solidly time to, uh, you know, 752 million. Now that's a pretty dramatic drop. Again, everyone's had a drop in TVL. Well, Nobody if you is. look at that, everybody got gashed with the Terra stuff. So of course, that's um, what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's everybody, but I think that, um, I wish they had percentages for longer timeframes, but, um, I think that yeah. Phantom has had a more severe drop off in t TVL, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, the only ones to compare Phantom to in my mind is, you know, it's, well, all the ones right around it, Optimism, <coughs> Solana, Polygon, and, you know, so Phantom still is, is sitting at 584 million, but they got 256 protocols running. And, yeah, and that that's, is that's the positive. Yeah. Third or fourth, fourth on the list, just behind, you know, Ethereum, BSC, Polygon, then Phantom, then Avalanche. Yeah, that's a lot um, of opportunity. But I get it. It's a, look, everybody's scrambling over audience right now. Yep. And I mean, I don't know how, again, Arbitrum, Optimism, Solana, I don't know how they compete on fees. I mean, I know the layer twos are probably pretty cheap, but there's just something here, Phantom. Now, as to the block bites, I think it makes sense for them too to, to branch out at this point. I now, mean, this is this is interesting. If you look at the one month TVL chain for the top five, ten by protocol, right? Of the top protocol? one, two, three, four, five by pro by number. So I'm sorting by number of protocols, right? So yep. that we, what you were just looking at, Phantom is number four, yep. seven hundred fifty two million. Their TVL change. Everyone else is up. 9%, 10%, 15%, 50% for Avalanche, um, and 36% for Arbitrum. Solana's down, of course, because they're bleeding out. Only in that top six, only Phantom is down over the month. Now, I think there's a ton of promise in this chain. I think the tech is great. I think the teams are great. Spirit Swap is killing it with version 2.0. I'm actually interviewing those guys next Tuesday. So I think there's a lot to be excited about on the phantom chain and frankly a downtime like this is an also is also an opportunity you know um it's an opportunity for somebody to come in and shore up and take over some some volume and liquidity but it's also you know it's also a little little dangerous Eamon said yeah. i started getting nervous about all the looming massive liquidations being larger than the liquidity on chain and pulled all my geist loan out to eat to ensure i didn't get wrecked by a price collapse yeah it's a good point yeah no i wouldn't be yeah. lending anything on geist right now that's for sure Eamon also said i started getting nervous about all the looming massive oh no wrong one yeah they did a network upgrade just after the solidly madness that helped fix the congestion and sequency and caused gas to fall off a cliff it's been awesome since then yeah dude i love executing on phantom it is so fast absolutely just phenomenal that's shizzy said phantom is so fast too and i think look i think all of those things bode well for phantom and i still think it's undervalued and i think that has plenty of opportunity i'm not saying doom and gloom I just found it interesting that this phantom dedicated media site that has made money, I assume being a phantom associated project um, is shifting to a broader horizontal play. And, and I don't, I'm not reading it's anything. That's the any growth that. strategy move though. That's the growth strategy. Of course. Move. Yeah. That's what I, I said. You, you would go to more change. I wouldn't take that as a negative on phantom at all. I would take it as well, they're making an independent business decision. I agree um, that they probably are. And I think that's definitely how they would spin it. But I think they, I, I think if I were in their shoes, I would also say, hey, I'm going to hedge my bets, right? If I was a vertically oriented to phantom, I'd be like, I should hedge my bets here. I really should broaden out and make sure that I'm covered across the board. But, I, you know, look, I'm interpreting. I am not I am not getting quotes from anybody on this. So. Well, I think it's both. You know, yeah. you, why would you sit there with a single point of failure when you see all this yeah. shit going on in the market? Or if they yeah. do go down like somebody else, you're out of business. You definitely yeah. want to diversify and hedge your risk 
and go across multiple platforms and get more users. Yeah. You know, that's what you want. Blockbytes is a media property, right? I mean, that's all they do is generate yeah, yeah. traffic, community, things like that. So yep. the bigger communities are in the other chains right now. So I think it makes yeah, total yeah. sense. Yeah. I, look, I get it. That's Phantom's what I said. just got to execute at yeah. this point. Shizzy said Phantom is building the FVM Phantom virtual machine too. They are building and if you oh, build it, that. they will come. Yeah, I didn't either. So that's good news. I'm going to check it out and research that. Uh, that let me ask John, a question. John those, McAfee is still alive. Hey, before we go off that topic, Brad, would those Phantom virtual machines, do they connect no up with Ethereum virtual machines? Platforms? Well, it's EVM compatible. I have no idea about that, what it is beyond that. I assume it must okay, be Okay, but it is EVM compatible. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Everything on Phantom is EVM compatible. Okay, cool. Yeah. John McAfee's ex-girlfriend claims he faked his own death with pretend suicide after receiving a mysterious call in a Spanish prison. He faked his death in a Spanish prison. So there you go. I kind of hope this it's not true. This guy's been a flake ever since he sold McAfee for $20 million. Come on. Well, he is. I, I firmly believe he's dead and his actual wife believes he's dead. Um, but, you know, you never fucking know with this guy. I, I, Look. He can't I'm not going to say what I'm job. thinking, but all I'm saying is the last thing we need is John McAfee back in the crypto space. Look, this guy cannot survive without attention. He is well, a talker, dead. an attender. He, he would be out there. He would not be able to maintain offset. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. If he was really alive, he wouldn't be quiet. Except for the prison sentences hanging over his head. Uh, okay. I teased yeah. this out yesterday. Who's guess who's back? Guess he's back. And he's back in a big way. The, I thought the, it was under some kind of investigation I heard somewhere else. I, I, I don't know. But the Dow is over it. Over it with him. Like fucking the, over it. They. This is the moment when the cult realizes that the spaceship's not coming. You know, that, uh, that, 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 uh, you know, the emperor wears no clothes. Um, they are fed the fuck up with Danielle Sesta. Golly, Sesta Golly. Um, so God, I remember Danielle, when you used to worship him. I oh, remember when you loved Daniel Sesta. I had, I had a shit ton of respect for what he had built. Yeah. I don't deny that. Um, and then he just fucked everybody with the most horrendous stupid management. Moves possible. Yeah, just yeah. fucking stupid. Just ego, ego, ego. Like, it's always that, right? Niblet says, you know, so it's so, curious. So say we all. You, but, you know, I get that there's a lot of autists. I, I think he, I don't know if he is or isn't. I, I thought he was. Somebody said it. But in software development. But, you know, and I'm not trying to sound, I don't know what you would call it if you were being anti-autist. But I don't think the, unless you're surrounded with really good, strategic, stable advisors, I don't think they run companies very well. I'm sorry. I just don't. Well, it depends. Um, some do, some don't. You know, give fucking, me one who does. Uh, Zuckerberg. Well, yeah, but he's surrounded by world Elon class Musk. management. Elon surrounded Musk. by world class management. Well, I, well, of course, he's smart enough to surround himself with world class management. Yeah. Well, yeah, or the I, investors said you have to surround yourself with world class management. I mean, at the end of the day, Zuckerberg set up his deal. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's in total control. He has total control over that company. So the, the, the investors, the board, none of them matter because he has the votes. He is the votes. He's totally in control. He set up that deal when he was young so that he- No, I know. Never... I remember when that all started. Yeah. He has, we were all he there. Has, but um... he, he's, all got, he's got the total, total control. Anyway, yeah, okay, this- Okay, so one, one. Okay. <laughs> My point is that Daniel Sesta- and I, I, I can't stand Zuckerberg, so I'm not going to cave on that yet. But um, you know, <laughs> the, the fact that all these guys are like, you know, manipulative, manipula manipulatable, I guess is the right thing, um, is I think what does them in in the end because they they trust everybody too much and yeah. believe people when well, they say stuff, which is just the, in business, everybody's friggin' lying. You know, I well, mean, that's I, just the thing they don't get. I think the other problem is, is he buys his own bullshit and he thinks he can do no wrong and that he isn't to be held accountable. And this, this is a really kind of strangely done proposal, but essentially what they're doing in this proposal 
that they've put up for a vote. It had over 85% support uh, when I looked last night. Um, is say essentially to him handling for multiple, multiple components uh, of his personality and activity uh, that they're not putting up with his shit anymore. So um, he continually has repeated periods of extended absence, um, says he's going to be around every day, going to be in the Dow, going to work with the Dow, blah, 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 and then disappears for a month and a half. So that's one. Um, uh, Number two, he just added a fucking mystery signer to the multisig who then transferred authorized transferring funds um, and refused to tell anybody who the fuck it is like just refuses and then tells the Dow that if they elect another multi-sig signer to it, then they have to take out another elected multi-sig as opposed to Danielle's friends uh, and unelected mystery signers. So, Number two. Wait, wait. So, ask a question. So, on a multi-sig wallet, one person has the authority to add members to the multi-sig wallet. Well, it depends on who's voting on the wallet. If he's the other three uh, unelected people, and he just adds another wallet address to the multi-sig, then yeah. No, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. So he doesn't really yeah. have a multi-sig wallet. Obvious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, something is just, going on there. Yeah. So. I mean, this is just such fucking due diligence 101. You know, if if one person can add people to the, say, triumvirate multi-sig wallet, that's a fucking red flag oh, in nice. a big way. Absolutely. So why doesn't uh, why isn't the community in there bitching about that at the beginning? Uh, they so they, they are basically saying this, right? this is no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the beginning, they didn't give a shit. They trusted it. Daniel could do no wrong. I mean, even yeah. after all of the colossal fucking mistakes, like colossal, not telling the community about se- Sifu, not, you know, oh, not right. disclosing shit, one. fucking up the goddamn uh, buys that he was supposed to do when it crashed because he had his phone on sleep mode. You know, I mean, the, just incompetent move after incompetent move after incompetent move, right? Uh, ignoring the will of the Dow when he put up proposals for vote. I mean, just over and over again. They're saying, what the fuck, dude? Without trying to say what the fuck, but saying what the fuck. Basically, they're calling him to task. Following governance, again, he's ignoring multiple uh, votes by the Dow and implementations. Niblet says the space attracts these folks. Why be just the head of a business when you can be the head of an entire economy? So I love that. Yeah, I agree. Um, He has disclosed nothing about the bet swap deal that Wonderland supposedly invested in, has changed his story about the structure of the deal over and over again. Nobody knows how much they own a bet swap. Nobody knows what they're supposed to get. They were supposed to get um, airdrops and dividends, and everybody got like this tiny speck of of airdrop and nothing else. And he keeps avoiding it and doesn't disclose it. Um, You know, here it is. There's much concern that you're actively positioning the multi-sig to maintain unilateral control over the treasury through associates. So they're, they're calling him on it. Um, Multi-sig not acting in an efficient manner manner. um, And he's not disclosing or discussing how to handle it. Um, They have voted on and approved actions by the Dow and the, Multi-sig is not executing those actions, including, I think, um, selling off some of the CVX they had. Yeah, selling off WIP 14.1 was to sell off the CVX that the Dow had, and he just hasn't done it. Uh, Unprofessional behavior, bombastic attitude, nasty attacks on the members of the the people who are assigned and are uh, paid in some way to manage the community and discord. He's just been nasty, an asshole to everybody when they're asking him questions, ignores their questions, doesn't help answer questions for the community, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he has never uh, gone forward with his the promise he made to personally reimburse everyone that got liquidated because he didn't he slept through the cascading liquidations and didn't buy up to shore up the price. Um, just keeps ignoring them. Uh, says he's going to do it and then doesn't do it. Um, it's not a Dow problem, but it is an image problem for the Dow. Um, there was something related to the, to the bribes deal. And I I didn't climb into this, but all kinds of issues. Um, he's constantly trying to merge Abracadabra and Wonderland. They don't want to merge with Abracadabra. Abracadabra doesn't want to merge with them, but he keeps trying to do it. He keeps ignoring, uh, everyone telling him to shut up. Uh, he has personal debt of 130,000 at, uh, Abracadabra keeps claiming he's going to pay it, but he hasn't, um, not, uh, 
being honest about current allocations, who has the tokens, who doesn't have tokens, who has time, who has memo, who has W memo among his associates, among the team and him. Um, so they're pissed. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see what the current results are. 93% support it out of 90 voters, 7% don't. That's what I mean by the, this is when they realize the spaceship's not coming to save them. So when um, they, my next question, when they approve this, what happens? Nothing. It, it means they're making a demand, but there's no teeth to it, right? They're demanding that he respond formally to all of these things. But he's got them by the balls because he has control over the multisig, right? So what the fuck? If he says, fuck you, I'm not answering, what are they going to do? Now, the, the downside to him doing that is everybody says, fuck it, I'm dumping everything. I'm dumping. Out. Yeah, right, right. So... Um, and frankly, what I would do if I were there, I would also say I'm dumping all my abracadabra and, and getting out of that protocol. Like I'm out, I'm out, dump your men, whatever. I mean, yeah, these aren't, these aren't going anywhere. If you're holding him on, this shit's coming back. It's not, not with him. In I, charge. Would just, I would dump. Well, there's so yep. many other things going on and, and this shit at, at best case, this turns into another fucking Gardano, you know, yeah. or, I mean, a zombie play. Yeah. Um, so it's better to just find something new and move on and get out of all the toxicity here. This yep. guy's under Interpol investigation. He, they are coming for him. And well, uh, let's 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 be. I mean, I don't have no. Any I've heard that. Actually. I've heard that from. I know, multiple but let, I'm sources. just saying we'll be. Let's be careful that we don't have that in writing anywhere from like Interpol or anything. So no, I don't have a letter. Yeah, but. Yeah. I have seen other people talk, and I've heard other people talking about Me too. that. Me too. Yeah, let's say that. We've heard other people talking about it, but we don't. Well, that's all we do. We just put out yeah. opinions here on the yeah, show. We yeah. say this constantly, yeah. Brad, so you don't have to correct me on that. The point is the guy is going down, and you don't need to stick around lingering with this shit show. Move on. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, I tweeted. This is the moment when the cult figures out there's no spaceship coming to lift them to the heavens. Uh so uh, op-ed uh, in uh, the in Forbes today, uh, senior contributor Rosalind Layton, Gary Gensler, resign. Basically, she says, this is just a playpen for you and your Wall Street buddies. You're not doing anything to help anybody or protect anybody. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes, but uh, calls him out. Basically says, get the fuck out, dude. You're not doing. Yeah, I'm job. sure he really gives a fuck with this. He does third rate he commentator. Doesn't. That's to say, he he, um, he doesn't give. He a doesn't shit. give a shit, and the Wall Street guys don't give a shit either. I mean, you know, you got to remember that at one point, before the Department of the Treasury was created, I want to say 190 something, right in that range, that there was a bank in D.C. called Riggs National Bank, and it was the Treasury. Um, it's gone now. But all those Wall Street banks, you know, before they put in the central bank in 1904, 1911 or something like that, they all operated on their own and they all ran the U.S. government treasury. Yep. So to think you're ever going to get them out of there? No. Nah. <laughs> it's just it's never no, going to happen. No, nah, I mean, the only clown, way. Though, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, the only way um, is to have someone in there that's like, you know, tries to say fuck you to the Wall Street guys. But uh, to control the levers of our economy. I mean, it's exactly what you're talking about. You can't say fuck off to all the Wall Street people. It's just, it's not a reality. So you have to figure out how you're going to, um, how you're going to work with them um, and try to do some level of reform if you're a reformer that comes in. Um, he's not going to resign, but I just found it interesting that that Forbes is going to publicly call him out like that. So, Well, anyway. what I like about it, though, Brad, is from a standpoint of, you know, what we would say one of the top three to five maybe business publications in the U.S. is having, you know, you can see that their readership is crypto active and yeah. they see that it's a technology for the future and they want what has everybody become wanting is firm guidelines. What yeah. can we do and what can't we do? I don't yep. know as an answer just makes everybody go cowboy it and, and, and take some shots. And, you know, that's the rule breaking, I guess. Um, yeah. But it's not really rule break or law breaking. It's just if there's no rules, how could you break rules? Yeah. You know, you just go do it and let the courts figure it out. So but he's not the right guy for it. He doesn't really. No. To me, he's not. He's. 
rear window enforcement or forensic enforcement doesn't position us for the crypto long game. Yeah. And that's what we need to be doing right now. Oh, this looks interesting. The new Howie test. What was that? Yeah, so she says Gensler did further subterfuge at the 2021 Aspen Security Forum by falsely claiming that Howie is a three-part test when it is in fact four. This rewrite of history conveniently eliminates Howie's critical fourth prong of investment contract, which if included contradicts the SEC's invented legal theory in Ripple and Library. The SEC, those are, yeah, Library is the other crypto that... Um, guy who's running for senate in new hampshire started it's a mm. video social media tool that launched a token they're going after him he's fighting them um, the sec under gensler disrespects congress and the courts and imperils investors and innovators gensler is leading himself and the sec into ruin he should resign now to avoid further damage um hard to argue um, maybe that's his whole objective well the maybe second so. Lead, you know because the sec yeah. is you know, it's the antagonist of Wall Street. It's the sure. one that tells them they're breaking rules and throws them in jail. I mean, you want a neutered SEC if you're, you know, wanting if to maximize your maneuverability yeah. on Wall Street. So, um, <coughs> and he is a Gary Goldman. So, um, exactly. You know, not that there's been a lot of Goldman Sachs guys rolling through Treasury um, yep. for obvious reasons. Yeah. But this guy seems to be the, the guy who's had this joke at, at like the big E&Ys and the big investment banks and any of these big companies that the cream doesn't rise to the top. Yeah. The cream leaves and starts right. its own company. So when you get somebody at the top of these organizations, they're usually the yes person, the water cooler, bullshitter, chatter upper. They're not really the, um, the knife in the backer too. They're usually that, but they're not really the innovative visionary leader types. <laughs> Right. The administrators. Exactly. And so, yeah. So at the top, you don't have the people making bold choices. And and I think that you need someone more like that to reposition the SEC because you see Congress is taking away their authority, giving it to the CFTC and giving it to FDIC and more to Treasury in general um, around crypto. So this is interesting. This is this is very focused on on crypto, by the way, Uh, like over and over again in here. I, it's most of this piece is. Um, this is interesting right here. And I had, I guess I'm going to have to fucking get a Wall Street Journal subscription. I really don't want to. Um, but Gensler attempting to resurrect his once darling profile offered in a Wall Street Journal op-ed that the SEC treats crypto like the rest of the capital markets, that laws protect investors even with new technologies. And at its toughest, the SEC is merely regulating risky crypto lending products. His statement would be true if the SEC had a simple set of rules for all assets. It does not. For the SEC to regulate cryptocurrency lawfully, Congress must instruct the SEC to do so. And the SEC would then conduct a due process inquiry, rulemaking, and finally commission vote. Gensler's piece was apparent face-saving from a blistering takedown in, of his cryptocurrency confusion by law professor J.W. Verrett earlier in the same medium. Mm. So that's another Wall Street Journal piece. I'm going to have to get a subscription, I guess, to read this shit because I really want to read the takedown of Gary Gensler in the, uh, in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, so. I've got Washington Post and New York Times. So why don't you get Wall Street Journal? I will. I've got Times. Can... I don't have Post. Good. You can start giving me your Post shit. Yeah, so absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to wrap up here quickly because I got to get on a doctor at one and want to talk to you after the call. But I'm going to reach out to her and see if we can get her on the show. I think that'd be fun. The woman that wrote the Who Forbes. She? Forbes are, she's the one that wrote the Forbes piece. Oh. Excellent. Yeah, let's yeah, get her on. So, do you see this video of the of the yacht sinking? Is this an oligarch yacht? Uh, yacht? No, seven point eight million yacht. I think it. Yeah, Italy. But I I tweeted out. I tweeted out. Jusu, is this you? <laughs> no, it reminds me of that scene in Wolf of Wall Street when they're going trying to get out from Portofino to. Uh, over to like Nice to get up to get yeah. that Swiss bank account and yeah. they're railing down and they're in like giant, I didn't, you know, it's weird. I didn't really think the Mediterranean got that choppy where it's sinking, you know, hundred foot plus yachts out there, but yeah. that's what kind of happens in that movie. Nine people got off. So it's good. They got everybody off safely, but, uh, but I haven't had a reply from Shuzu yet. Now that's so. what you call a shitty day. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, no, I didn't good. see a helicopter on the back, so, so it's not a real yacht. But uh, so I don't know if you're aware of this whole BitBoy thing. You know who BitBoy is, right? I, you know, I, I don't really know all these people, but uh, I have heard you know, a lot of them. YouTube before, personality so. has made a yeah. lot of money shilling shit. You know, people have tracked his wallet and shown all the times he shilled shit and then dumped. You know, within three hours after shilling it. So that all his people that went in to buy it and pumped up the price made him money, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I have He's seen- He's a pumping number. Okay. Well, yes and no. I, I don't think it's a, th quite that extreme, but there have been occasions in the past. He has- I've read some of the stuff since then that he's written in some of the videos he's talked about and said where, you know, look, he made some mistakes and fucked up, blah, blah, blah. I don't know all the details of it, but here's the funny fucking thing. This guy at Tozy did a video- uh, basically saying scammer shiller blah 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 pump and dump all of that shit right so bitboy sued him okay bitboy sues a tozy and then a tozy goes on twitter and says hey guys i need a legal defense fund because i don't have any fucking money can people help me out kobe yesterday goes yeah hold on let me get home all right i'll send you 100k send him 100k Within like 30 fucking minutes, this guy goes on to his YouTube channel and announces he's dropping the lawsuit. <laughs> and then Atozi says, and I'm filing a lawsuit today. <laughs> well, Atozi said, until you say you're dropping it with prejudice, I'm not. And then he did this whole bat. He, oh, he's like, oh, yeah, Kobe gave him $100,000. Uh, I didn't think this would become public. I'm like, you're so full of shit. You were trying to intimidate and scare that fucking guy, and you knew it would go public. And oh, what a piece of shit. So, hey, you know, one thing he is saying there, did, you did see that article on MasterCard and Binance, right? I did. I saw that. Yeah. That's awesome. That was a yeah. big user adoption thing. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sean says Kobe is a legend. Coach, Kobe is like one of the best human beings in crypto, like just an awesome, um, you know, straightforward, no holds barred, but very, you know, even keeled with how he interacts with people. Just I love the guy. Absolutely love the guy. Well, look, if you're so, standing up there and you're shilling tokens that people are giving you or you're investing in before you talk about it, I mean, that's fucking securities fraud. I'm sorry. It just, right. If it's, now, security. Yeah. it's investment fraud. Yeah. Let's not get into security yeah. versus whatever. Yeah. yeah. That is, that is, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm yeah. surprised these guys survive if you could track the wallets like that. I mean, that's why we always, I mean, honestly, nobody's ever paid me a cent for this show. I've never gotten a single token for this show. I've done nothing. So to me, whatever well, I, I should say, probably give you some of that. I get paid every time I shield. Yeah, I'm, so I'm like the one you want a little piece of that? out there in the world. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but um, no, it's. Uh, Sean yeah, says, don't that. fuck with the OGs. <laughs> <laughs> At the pub says, don't fuck with the OGs. It's absolutely right. You know, but it, the fact it, is that all these, I mean, obviously it's hard to be perfect in this when you're talking about things, but the fact that people brag about it, like there was another one who was bragging about, he was a concert promoter and now he's an influencer of some type and is he's talking about stopping and his wife is like, no, don't, we're making so much money off of this. You know, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. You just couldn't, it's bad form to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're grifting all these fuckers, yeah. you shouldn't be talking about it. Well, one of the things that came out was that he had a sheet that it was like, and I, and he says it was only for a short time and he killed it. So, you know, I'm trying to be fair, right? So he had a sheet that was basically 30 grand to talk about your project in a video, right? So, oh. and that's what Atozi was bringing up. And he claims that all he wanted Atozi to do was either edit the video where he claimed he was a scammer or pull the video was all he was trying to do with the lawsuit. So I just want to be, you know, sure that I put out kind of his viewpoints. Last thing I need is to yeah. hire a fucking attorney to deal with his cease and desist letter. So, you know, <laughs> um, I just want to make sure we balance the, oh, that grow our viewership though. would be in the news <laughs> in a legal battle with, with all I want is Kobe to send me a hundred grand. No, we just want all of his listeners oh, to defect from him and come to our show. Yeah. I retweeted this the other day. This was, Yesterday, this was funny as shit. Who, where was it? I'm trying to remember who tweeted this. Hold on a second. This is funny. I got lots of nice words about COVID today. It was very nice. But I want to find that tweet. Where the fuck is it? 
Boop, 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 boop. Oh, it was so funny. Damn it. Damn it. All right. Well, I can't do this all Would, day. Yeah. I saw a lot of talk about Cardano there. I was curious what they were saying. But uh, it was um, me going off about Canto passing Cardano temporarily yesterday in TVL. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I got more shit. I got more shit. I got to no, find I'll, this tweet. Sean says he'll send here it. Is. Here it is. This was brilliant. Oh, wait. Here it is. Uh, CL says, after being here for two cycles and losing it all, maybe like five times, here are some tips to overcoming loss in a bear market. One, risk management. Don't take too much risk. Two, follow smart money because it's smart. Three, get sued by BitBoy and then wait for Kobe to donate. <laughs> <laughs> Sean said Sean he'll send you 100 grand for you to call right. Bitboy a scammer. Careful, Sean. I'll do it. Bitboy is a scammer. There you go, Sean. I'm kidding. I don't expect you to send me 100 grand. You can't send me Where's that show wallet? Where's that show wallet? Yeah, that show wallet. Uh, I love that boy. He's good. <laughs> show money. All right. All right. What else we got? Do I have anything else? Or are we wrapping it up? Because, oh, this was some of the stuff that was fucking hilarious about the Bitboy thing, right? So, Bitboy in his lawsuit says that his emotional state is fragile. He suffers from anxiety because of the video that a toesy wrote about it, did about him, blah, 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 how depressed he is, how sad he is, how anxiety stricken he is. And then when everybody starts beating the shit out of him yesterday, he has, he's stupid enough to tweet. When will folks figure out everything you try to do to hurt me only helps me. This has to be so frustrating. I just keep winning and the wins are only about to get bigger. Like there were all of these quotes yesterday when people beaten up on him with him saying, nothing hurts me. Nothing bothers me after his lawsuit is like, so everybody started saving the tweets yesterday going, yep, just forward those to the attorney. He's done. So it's funny. Yeah. No, this is where, yeah. When everything you say and do is a public record. Yeah. Pretty hard exactly. to uh, win lawsuits. <laughs> exactly. Did you guys right. drag him out in the hall and tell him it was here where nobody can hear it? You can say yeah, whatever exactly. you want. Exactly. That's all I got, Joe. I'm tired, man. Body aches. I'm 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 going to take a nap this afternoon if I get the opportunity. Go whip up that CBD margarita, and that'll help you out yeah, a lot, man. I'm waiting for my doctor to put in some prescriptions, man. I want some drugs. Some drugs. Do they give drugs for COVID? Yeah, antivirals, monoclonal antibodies, all kinds oh, of those things. things. Yeah, but you don't There's look all like kinds you're, of. You look like you're. Yeah, but I, you know, sniffles. I'd like to. I'd like to head it off. You're a bit I, of a pussy, you know, though. I, I know you want to. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. You're in rare fucking form today, Chumley. I just, just boot you from the call. <laughs> I'm just bugging with you, man. Um, I know you are, buddy. No, nah, you'll be okay. <laughs> Um, all right everybody we love you we appreciate you stick, you're sitting in a multi-billion year or, or excuse me an organism organisms that's been engineered over tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of years to defeat these things yeah so your odds are your body will heal itself if you just take care of it yeah i read this real story about the um baby formula shortage and what happened it was what? actually a, a plant in michigan was kept shipping fucking baby formula with this bacteria in it that was killing babies and it's oh, was this the meningitis thing yeah well it was meningitis and all kinds of shit that it causes oh, and simulac is represents 20 percent of the fucking supply and it took the fda like another year to fucking finally shut them down and didn't prepare for it and so then all of the other plants are trying to keep up and they can't so it was actually not even a supply chain issue except for the fact that the the plant making 20% of the supply was shut down because they were killing babies. Cause it was contaminated. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. there's some, you know, there's some documentaries on NPR or whatever, or PBS on like when they first started all the food processing companies like Kellogg and cereal, when people went from the farm to the city and somebody had to send them food, the processed food industry showed up. And when you read about what that was like at the beginning, when there was no regulation, I mean, it's that scary. What ass, was that uh, book about? There was that. There was a famous book that got all the regulations. It was about the. Yeah, it was about the meat industry. Like, yeah, yeah. Out, they was, were like, "What the fuck?" It was a muckraker book. Was it was. Uh, Any of the intellectuals Sinclair, out there can tell me. Sean Niblets, Amen. What the I know the name to the top of everybody's head right now. Sinclair Lewis. I think it was Sinclair Lewis, right? Yeah. I got. Uh, 
Main Street, Signet Classics. I don't know. I'll have it for you. I mean, I got his bios all here. I just got to see what book they're talking about. Maybe it wasn't him. There's another one. Yeah, I always mix him up with somebody else. It's around but... the, the jungle. The jungle, yes. That's jungle. it. Muckraker and you were Upton, Upton Sinclair. Upton Sinclair. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Thank well, you. Well, you had more of it than I had. I couldn't even I couldn't remember the person or the book, but I knew it was turn of the century. That's all I knew. Or the previous turn of the century. Yeah, when I started anyway, looking at Sinclair Lewis being born in 1885, I was like, mm, this might not be the right guy. <laughs> yeah, Upton Sinclair died in 1968. So <coughs> Yeah, fabulous in the jungle. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's it's required reading in American high school, but I seem to remember to reading be. it in high school. Yeah, it um, was for a time, no longer. Yeah, because now the corporates are benevolent gods. Yeah. You know, the true ruling class. Niblets knew it, though. Look, he posted it. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Thank you, Niblets, Sean, Eamon, Shizzy, everybody who for participating and, uh, you know, bringing your big brains to our smooth brains uh, hosting the show. Couldn't do it without you. We appreciate y'all being here. Uh, if you have any thoughts, suggestions, feedback, critiques, ideas for guests, B05Crypto on Telegram and Twitter. B05Crypto on Telegram and Twitter. Please rate and review us. Just take three minutes. Head over to Apple Podcasts. Do a search for Apple Podcasts Mission DeFi. And give us a rating and a review. Subscribe over there. Really helps to boost our presence so we can keep making the big money shilling uh, projects on the show for $30,000 a pop. Right, Joe? Yeah, we need to work on this monetizing thing. I, I thought you said you had that under control. Yeah, I'm not getting any money. <laughs> no, I do have it under control. It's exactly how it should be. <laughs> I'll start working on it. I'll start working on it. No, no I've Brad, got, Brad I, does the heavy lifting on all the admin operation stuff for this. Everything. Have, I mean, I just have, it's a gift gig for me because I just have to show up and talk after you know an hour of doing what I do anyhow. Um, yeah, so we I have like a few it. potential opportunities and and actually show ideas. But anyway. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please rate and review us. Please hit this bell, little subscribe bell on your YouTube channel if that's where you're watching. Um, follow us on Twitter and click that bell for notifications. We appreciate you. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Big Brain Fubar coming in. We're going to talk about the merge. We're going to talk about why he is putting a huge amount of effort building a Forte, the Dex on Canto. Love this guy. Mm. He's just brilliant, dude. I can't wait to chat with him. Um, highly respected. When I tweeted out he was coming on the show, like the fucking retweets were off the chain. So uh, everybody uh, tune in tomorrow at noon to hear from FUBAR. It's going to be his show tomorrow. Thank you very much, Joe. Hope you have a great afternoon. Love and appreciate all of you. Have a good day. Yeah, Goodbye, you too, Joe. buddy. And thanks to all the listeners. 